The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. On this week's episode of Mule Talk, we're talking about wrecks in the saddle, some mishaps that took place on the trail or around the barn, and I met with some ladies that will share their experience with us, and they will tell us what they've learned and how they recovered. Our first guest is Wendy Banker. Wendy, thanks for coming on, and we want to hear your story. Oh, I've got a good one. Well, please proceed. Maybe we can learn something from it. (laughs) Yeah, we can learn to have your expert sister check your tack before you go out on a ride. So you had tack that broke on you? No, it was not adjusted correctly. It was uh, too loose. And so my woe mule bridle was not woeing him. <laughs> well, yes, there, that is a, a critical issue. You have to have a bridle fit in order to get a good response. So what happened on that day? So we were in the Rocky Mountain National Park, and we were um, heading back to camp. So we'd already been on a very nice ride. And so my mule was kind of tired and he was walking down the trail and kind of half asleep. And I noticed this old cow moose walking towards us on the trail. An old cow moose, yes. And she was half asleep as well. And uh, I was kind of naive in that all I could think about was, wow, what a great photo opportunity. And I was getting my camera out to get ready to take pictures when my mule woke up and the moose woke up and when they saw each other they freaked out and my mule um, spun around he did a 180 and headed in the opposite direction uh, full blast and we were running not on the trail but through the woods with a lot of trees and I could just hear the trees whipping past my head and (laughs) I kind of freaked out and I don't know if I fell off or if maybe I chose to dive off (laughs) but I crashed and burned and Then you, my sister, came up to me and said, are you okay? And I said, no. And you go, okay, I'm going to get your mule. And (laughs) uh, I think you threw me your phone. And um, so I was laying there. I could hardly move. I was so banged up. And um, you went off to catch my mule, which you did. And in the meantime, these guys were coming down the trail. And at first, they thought I was going to the bathroom in the woods. (laughs) Wait a minute, you're face down, and they think you're going to the bathroom in the woods? Well, I don't know if I was face down, but, you know, I was on the ground. And so their first thought was that I was, you know, using the restroom. But um, then I think they might have said something like, are you okay? And, of course, I had to say, no, can you come and help me? (laughs) Oh, So, anyway, they helped me um, get up, and um, I got back on the mule, but, oh, my gosh, it was... It was hard because I was banged up. And let's see, I think I lost my watch. So we were looking for the watch. I kind of remember that. And um, anyway, I got back on and made it back to camp. And um, we discovered, you discovered, that my woe mule bridle was not quite tight enough. And that probably was why I could not stop my mule (laughs) when I needed to. (laughs) Well, okay, let's back up here for a second. Um, when you were airborne, uh, yeah, you know, when you were flipping through the air, what, what, 
what were you, what thoughts were going through your head? <laughs> I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to hit my head on a tree is what I really thought because I totally could hear the trees whipping past my ears, you know, because <laughs> we were going so fast and it was so dense. The forest was so dense. So, well, okay. Is the moose okay? Who cares about that old moose? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I like to take all this in consideration. And, of course, your mule, he recovered from it. He recovered, sort of, yes. But he always uh, thought there was something going to come out of the woods, Adam. He was, like, always on alert after that accident. <laughs> oh, so he was traumatized. I think he was, yes. Even when we got back home, riding around on my farm, he just, like, was spooked. <laughs> Okay, so surely you've had other mishaps in the saddle. Um, yes, but I can't think of any right now. <laughs> I think when you were a little girl, we put a bucking strap on this horse. You would put a bucking strap on my little horse, Crumb, and play rodeo. And then you'd get off, take the bucking strap off, and go, Here, Wendy, you can ride him now. <laughs> Well, what are what are siblings for, anyhow? <laughs> you know, here's here's the deal. When you go step up in the saddle, there's just no guarantee, uh, you know, what's going to happen. So you got to have a certain skill set, you know, uh, which we all do. Okay, here's the deal. When something is about to happen, you get like a tenth of a second warning you get that you know like here it is you know it's a shift in the universe or something the moon kind of moves a different way and then that aura begins and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of a stampede or something <laughs> and I don't know why but I always look around to see if anybody's watching me first because <laughs> I'm not sure how this is going to end but Lariat Lucy um, we'd like to hear your story okay so um I don't have too many bucking off stories to remember other than when I first got my horse Rascal. I can remember I went for my first ride on him and I was riding on the back property and I was circling this big lake and we were almost completely in a full circle and we we're coming back home so there was a little excitement going on and I don't know what happened to this day whether a beaver smacked his tail on the water and made a gunshot sound or a snake came out of nowhere, but all of a sudden, the horse threw a, threw a nice bucket and just took me straight off. I did a full somersault and landed on kind of my belly, like a belly flop. And it took the wind out of me completely. And all I could do is see my horse running back to the, running back to the, to the farm. And I thought, oh my gosh, I don't know this horse. I first, you know, ride, riding him. And I, all I could think of is the highways nearby. I just hope he's going to be okay because I ain't getting up anytime faster. I don't even know if I can get up. And next thing I know, I hear a bunch of running coming back, and he hadn't even gone that far. And he turned around and he come back to me, <laughs> and he sniffed my head and was like, "Are you? What's the problem with you down there?" <laughs> okay, so when you were airborne, oh what thoughts were going through your head? What the hell was this about? <laughs> I just couldn't couldn't believe something made him launch me into outer space and back. <laughs> and damn that gravity. You know, I, I hate it when the ones you're riding after you're on the ground, then they take off and they, they do a stampede back to the barn. It's like there's no loyalty. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, when Rascal come running back at me, 
I wasn't sure if he was going to run over me or what because I was not up yet. I was still trying to get my breath. Also, also, the only thing working was my eyes. And I just, my eyes and my ears, and I seen him leaving and I seen him coming back. And I heard the footprints getting louder. And all I could do is move my hands quick to cover my head because I thought for sure he was going to run over top of me. Because remember, I'm on my belly flat out. <laughs> and luckily, he stopped and he sniffing me and I was able to grab his rein. I took my hands off my head and grabbed his rein and got back in the saddle and somehow managed past that one. Scared the shit out of me, though. Okay, now, you also, you drive. uh, You you hitch up your animals and you drive. So have you ever had any exciting moments while you were driving your horses? Yes, I was down in um, Spanish Lake Park, and I wanted to drive my horse around this beautiful lake path, and it was a paved path. And I'm driving around, and I was just in a cart, and it was the first time I um, kind of drove in a big public area. And I was driving along, and I realized, man, I'm asking people to move off the trail because we're coming through, and it had rained. So if I got off the trail, I didn't know if I would sink and leave real bad ruts. So I was asking people, you know, hey, you know, watch out, we're coming through, and people weren't responding. And I'm like, what's the story? Why are people being so rude? And surely they can hear me and I realized they were all with headphones on and they were jamming so this one this one gal by this time the horse started going a little faster and I was thinking what what's getting him all he normally listens to me uh this is another rascal story by the way and he kind of was like irritated and I realized that something broke on my harness and I was already going a little fast and I had a woman pushing a baby stroller and I was yelling at this point clear out clear out (laughs) because I was climbing on the horse's back I was (laughs) off the carriage and I was on the horse's back trying to figure out how to manage this situation and how that woman and baby made it through adulthood I don't know because all I remember is somehow getting the horse stopped and and trying to patch up this harness but scared the life out of me that was a paramount moment. Absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, It was maybe why they post don't drive carriages in certain spots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that is that is a, an amazing story. I got one more. Oh, okay. I'm all ears. This is not carriage related. This is riding related. And you girls remember when we grew up in Bridgeton, we rode up and down the Rock Road or down Natural Bridge, and we had gone somewhere into Carrollton, probably for uh, ice cream at Dairy Queen. And then on the way back, we were almost to McDonald's and we decided let's run and try to get home fast so we can do something different. So we were running the horse and we were talking and laughing and we were into a a serious story. And I always am pretty much about eye contact, listening to stories. And I'm listening to her and (laughs) all of a sudden we're riding close enough because there's traffic right next to us and we're riding in the green space between no there's no sidewalks in Bridgeton at that time and we're running and both of us got clocked by a sign because the sign was right at our faces (laughs) and we both went clear off (laughs) and all I remember is (laughs) laughing so hard our face hurting real bad and having a big welt on our face (laughs) both of us mine was on the left side and hers was on her right side of her face from the sign and the horses just shot off even farther when, when they heard this bang of an aluminum sign. And people were walking our horses back to us and seeing if we were okay. That's, that's uh, riding in the city for you. Wow. The, the, these are some amazing stories. Um, we'll be right back with Mule Talk after this message. Stay tuned. 
The spirit of the Wild West lives on in my latest book, Desperados of the Wagons West Expedition. I rode with descendants of notorious outlaws, mule skinners, horse thieves, brothel workers, and Texas rangers that gathered at the Embar Ranch in Reserve, New Mexico. And so I documented their story. This is a modern day dime store novel published by Every Cowgirl's Dream. It's captivating and exciting to read. It's available at everycowgirlsdream.com, Amazon Books, and other participating outlets. Giddy up and get your copy today. Okay, we're continuing with Mule Talk, and our topic is Rex in the Saddle. And I met up with a horse gal by the name of Alicia, and she told me she would share some of her experiences with us. So, Alicia, what can you remember the first time you came out of the saddle? Uh, no, I can't remember the first time, but I sure can remember last year on a very timid, nice little mare that I've had, and all of a sudden I'm trying to get on her, and she decided she was going home. Now, I'm an older woman, and I got one foot in the saddle, and the other leg is half over her, and she takes off on a full gallop down the gravel road. So this old gal had to learn to trick ride and balance with one leg in the air, because if I put it down, then I'd have been down. So I finally lasted long enough until finally I was able to jump off and just land on my rear. But boy, did we go right back to the starting spot and do it again correctly. Oh my goodness, oh that's amazing. So uh, you had a lesson with gravity there real quick. And then you had, you had the courage to get right back on and you were going to ride through that, make sure your horse wasn't going to do it again. Is that right? That's correct. But my calf and my knee were huge for six weeks and I was really gimpy, you know. But a year later, I've got my docile sweet mare back. Okay. Now, honestly, you were, you were afraid, weren't you, when you were up there in the middle of all this commotion? I wasn't afraid to the point uh, that you might think I was afraid that I would lose my balance, maybe and go off on my, you know, lay flat on my back on the hard road. And that way I was afraid, but at least I'm semi-limber still at this old age. Okay, well, well that's, that's pretty good. And if I remember, I think you, you have this horse and she's older and uh, she used to lay down with you. Uh, yeah, that was many, many years ago. She's a little bit on the lazy side, but that's okay, you know, if you want a relaxing ride. But once in a blue moon, she would just lay down in the pasture. So I was young and stupid, and I went, I'm not getting off. You can't make me get off. And so she showed me, and she laid over on me. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're riding your horse in the pasture. Did you have a saddle? Oh, I always ride with a saddle. I'm not uh, that good of a rider, you know. But, uh, yeah, I thought I was going to be more headstrong than her and stay on no matter what when she showed me different. That's pretty, that's funny. That's kind of, that's neat the way you took that perspective. So, <laughs> okay, now really, who won? Who won that day? Um, She did. <laughs> okay, well... 
This is all, this is all good. Alicia, thank you for sharing your experiences with us. All right, you take care, thank you. <laughs> all right, now we're talking with a horse rider and her name is Bronco Brenda. And she is gonna share with us a time when she came off her horse and what, what happened there. So Bronco, uh, thanks for coming on and we wanna hear your story. Okay, we were still training my green horse at the time, and we decided to go in separate trails, one like north, another one south, but we could still see each other, the horses could see each other, so they weren't, you know, like, by themselves totally. We came upon this tree that had been blown over by the wind, and there, all the roots were sticking out, and there was the big hole. My horse just came unglued. She did a 180 spin and took off, and I went rolling, almost ended up in the hole. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, but I caught her, and so we were okay then. But, and then, let's see, there was another time. Now, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, how old was your horse at that time? Maybe five years old. She, she had a lot of desensitizing she still needed to do. Okay, so she's really young. And when you were coming off your horse, you were airborne, what was going through your mind? Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe it happened. You know, I landed and I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't believe it. But and back then I did not wear a helmet either. OK, well, ooh, ooh. Um, but you got right back on. Oh, oh, yeah, we were way in the middle of the woods. We had I had to I had to get back on her and get back to the barn. <laughs> I wasn't going to walk the whole way. <laughs> Okay. Don't get out there. <laughs> so, and then you had another mishap. Tell us about that. We had another one where we were riding. It was kind of getting a little dark, and I was looking off to one side, and she was looking off to the other side, and there was an owl or some kind of bird that spooked her and went flying up in the air. I didn't even see the thing because I wasn't paying attention. And next thing I know, I come off. She does her 180 spin or whirl, whatever you want to call it, and the next thing I know, I'm rolling down the hill and crashing into a cedar tree. <laughs> so, so you weren't paying attention. You were just sort of daydreaming, enjoying the ride. I was kind of looking off to the right, and she was looking off to the left, and that's where the bird was, off to the left. Yeah, my companion saw the bird, but I didn't. <laughs> okay, so you got the bird big time. The bird got me. <laughs> the bird got you. Okay. Wow, and they have she saw the whole thing. She saw the whole thing. They have such a large wingspan that that they do. They're sort of intimidating to equines. Uh, wow. So you're you're okay, right? Oh yes, yes, I'm okay. And then after three times coming off, I started wearing a helmet. I decided I should wear a helmet finally. Okay. That's that's smart. What about bubble wrap? Have you considered that? No, I thought about a suit of armor, but that's kind of hot in the summertime, so I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Okay, and now we're talking to Pancho Jenny, and she has a paint horse that she rides. Uh, and I know you've had a couple of incidents of coming off, so uh, tell us about that. All right. Well, I have only come off of Gypsy one time. Do you want to hear that story or the time I came off of a thoroughbred? Oh, let's hear both of them. This is really, really saucy stuff. All right. So I was out riding with my cousin. I was on her thoroughbred and we were on a trail ride. We're in Cedar Hill, Missouri. 
And the horses, they just kept on trying to turn around in the trail. Like, there is something here these horses don't like. And she's like, we are making these horses go this way. We're going this way no matter what. So she gets her horse. It's a different gypsy. She gets her horse past this point. My horse is still freaking out. She's like, give it a good kick. Come on. So I give it a good kick. And turns out we were riding in the fall. So there was a bunch of leaves down. But there was hot live hot wire that was down on the trail. And the horse I was riding dimples, she stepped right on the hot wire and then started to freak out. She started spooking. She threw me off and just took off like a bat out of hell running back towards the barn. So sure enough, we looked down and see that there was live wire on the ground. And like that's why the horses did not want to go past the point. Even though it was covered in the leaves, they were still able to sense that and they did not want to walk over that. That's amazing. So the horse just left you there? The horse did. So my cousin Chris, we had to find her cell phone. It was buried in the leaves. We found her phone, and then I hopped on the back of her horse with her, and we rode back to the barn, and Dimples was just standing there waiting for us. (laughs) Good old Dimples, okay. (laughs) And, of course, okay, so now you've got another horse, and you're spending time with her. What happened when you came off of Gypsy, your paint horse? Oh, yeah. We went over a big log that we weren't quite ready for. It was, a, And it was probably partially my fault. I looked down instead of looked over the logs where I was going, and we lost balance, and I came off. Oh, wait a minute. I was riding with you that day. You sure were. You didn't grab Gypsy for me. I remember. And it was, it was like a slow-motion thing. Oh, that wow. horse went up there and sort of judged that that uh that log and then she decided she was going to do it it was slow motion and then you just sort of just sort of softly tumbled out of the saddle it was a real soft landing it really was and i didn't get hurt one bit and then she takes off and my mule put put she puts puts her head up and her ears are going forward like wait a minute, we got to go get her. So we're trying, we're, we're galloping after your horse and she doesn't want to have anything to do with Cabo. That was a hoop. But eventually I reached down and grabbed the reins. Yeah. We're all prepared. (laughs) So we eventually grabbed onto her and brought her back. That, that was a fun day. That was always an eventful day. (laughs) So were there any thoughts going through your mind when you were coming out of the saddle? It all happened so fast. I don't even think I had time to think. I really didn't. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we were able to catch her. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that, that's another thing to think about. You yeah. can't lose a horse out there in the middle of somewhere in some state park. Well, thank you, girls, for, for all your stories. And, uh, and let me know when you have another exciting Western moment, and we'll have you back on. Sounds good to us. Yes, we'll do it again. All right, thank you. Thank you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email, Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at everycowgirlsdream.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. Meal Talk is an Every Cowgirl's Dream production.